Sometimes the world just needs a hero to help cut through all the noise. Well, now you have two. Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to yet another amazing episode of Your Heroes of Noise. I am only one half of this dynamic duo, and boy, do I have a story to tell. My name is Steve. At your service, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. My name is Dan Ramirez, and pardon our tardiness, this is the Heroes of Noise. You know, I was going to go into this whole intro thing, but I think I'm going to stop because I think Steve has a good story to tell. So we're going to cut all the bullshit. I just want you to get into this. Go ahead. All right. So this last few weeks have been very interesting. Um, uh, We thought a thing was going to be happening uh, as far as my son's schedule. That changed. And so it's like getting him to work, getting him to school, getting him here. And I'm like, okay. I need to chill. Been in an interesting mood lately. Things have been getting a little bit crazy. And I just said, I just need to chill. I just need to cool out. And, I, and so I get onto the Heroes of Noise today. <laughs> and Dan is like, are you okay? And I was like, I'm good, dude. I'm good. And I was like, no, there's something rumbling underneath the bush. And I was like, nah, I'm good. I'm straight. And so I was like, let's just get this show going. You know, I had to... Uh, you know, I get a, 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 a call from the job and like, you got to get your skin test. Otherwise, you can't come into work because you might have TB or whatever the deuce. So I'm like, of course, this week is going to do that. So let's do that thing. So I get it done. I got to get it read today. And I was like, you know what? Literally, people, we're recording. And I said, you know what? People have done more with less. Let's just move forward. Dan's doing his wonderful little quotes. Hey, you gotta fall down before the wall breaks over your head and you get up. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. That's not my quote, but I get your point. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And so I'm like, you know what? Hey, horses sometimes go into the middle of the road, look at zebras and move. I'm like, you're right, Dan. I was pretty much just like, if you fall on your ass, you should get up again. But I mean, I like yours. They're good. They've got some flair. So I'm like, okay, fine. You're right. You're right. You're right. Totally. So we start talking and we're having fun. And I'm like, yay, yay, yay. Computer just shuts out. It's not just the computer. It's like a rolling blackout. Everything shuts off. And I'm like, uh-huh. Oh, you had a power surge. Yes. That sucks. And so I just looked at it. I was like, mm-hmm. And I just said, Dan, Dan, Dan. The power went out. And so Dan is like, are you sure you want to do this today? And I'm like, you know what? I need today. I think I need a Heroes of Noise today before I get my day started. Because it's like, look. Life is funny. I know some of y'all are going through some weird times in life and it just happens. You kind of have to roll with the punches or life is going to take you out in a chart. But like, if you can't deal with this, boy, do you have some things ahead around the corner? And so, yeah, now I'm feeling oddly enough, I think that power surge got me going. Okay. I'm like, you know what? Life is freaking fine. You ready to turn it on? I'm ready. It's, it's funny because I'm just like, you know what? Everything's done. I'm in my groove. Now I'm feeling better. I'm glad that the power starts happening. Dan, how are you doing, brother? <laughs> Would you be offended if I said better than you? Um, You are. You are doing. Currently. You, I, currently. Currently. You have things like, I wish I had things laid in the shade as far as transportation. Yeah. Everyone having their own situation, being able to get to places where they need to get. <laughs> I wish, I mean, I but, don't know if you're throwing out a line and you want me to bite. No, no. I just okay. wish I had it like you. You have, you know, 18 cars. You're ready to rock and roll. Oh my God. Stop it. Listen. Hi, everybody. How you doing? My name's Dan Ramirez. Remember me? That guy that should have recorded last week with this other guy that should have recorded last week. 
I'm going to get into some small details real quick, and then we're going to move along just to explain our absence. Okay. If you listen to the word, you know that we actually made that one happen. But last week was real rough. Actually, the last two weeks have been very rough for me personally. Uh, Steve, I know you have some personal things going on, and that's why you weren't able to record last week. Me, I had a huge back flare up, and I threw my back out. I've already told this story once when we started recording, so unfortunately, you guys get the abridged version, and it's really not interesting. I'm in my 40s. My back went out. It took me out of work. It took me out of play, and I'm currently sitting here at the mic with a heating pad on my back. That's where I'm at, but I'm happy to be here, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know if we really even need to dwell on that anymore, Steve. I think we're okay, man. It's going to be good. I think, I mean, here's what I will say. I'm doing a lot better than like 20 minutes ago. I think things are going just fine. You know what it is? Oh, Dan, you know what it is? I needed to record Heroes instead of business, 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 business. That's, I'm glad. Oh, man, if I would have put this off, I would have had a heck of a day today. I think I know what it is. I think that Heroes is cathartic for you because you get to say whatever you want to say, right? Which you're not stifled on the other podcasts. And I'm not just relating your life to podcasts, of course. However, you've had all this stuff going on. And then all we've been able to do is record the word where... I'll be honest, Hudson, a little bit quiet this season. We've talked about why on the show, but you're a little bit quiet. So I don't think you've really been able to get your voice out over the last couple of weeks. So I'm thinking possibly, I'm not critiquing you, of course. I'm saying that maybe you feel stifled, so you haven't been able to really get out your emotions. I think part of it's that. I think part of it is um, like this is fun right now and it's not business at all, really. It's just total fun and I needed fun. This show started off with us just sitting on a microphone and bullshitting, and I don't think it should ever change from that. Yeah, we watch movies and stuff like that, and yeah, we have people writing into us and stuff, but we're not getting paid for this. I don't see us getting paid for this anytime soon, so why not just have fun when you turn the microphone on? That's why I do it. I make stress out of it by social media and editing and all that kind of shit, but that's all on me. I think the recording process is actually really fun. But you're happy stress. That's happy stress for you, right? Editing or no? Well, I mean, I'm me, so I'm always my worst critic and I'm always going to be my own worst enemy when it comes to things. But yeah, what I'm saying is I will stress myself out about anything if I let myself do it. But when I'm in the middle of it, I mean, I'm constantly smiling. If I'm editing, Gil's always like, why are you smiling? I guess what I'm saying is I'm happy when I'm recording this show. When I know we're putting out new content, I'm very happy. So I don't know if any of that made any sense whatsoever. No, I'm sure everyone, I think everyone understands. I mean, like you are the engineer of the show. You make things happen. You make the magic happen. Oh, thanks. I love it, man. I love this. Seriously. Anyway, let's get all this out. I still feel this negative energy, Hudson. I, I think feel, you're trying. I, I, no, I, I do feel good. I feel good. You sure, I man? Because I'm yeah, worried about you. No, the tea, I think the last thing on my plate today is the skin test and just making sure I get, because I know. Yeah, don't screw that up. You need to work. I'm glad I'm here today. I needed this. I'm sure that I'm going to have a lot of support coming in now. A lot of people being like, oh, wow, Steve, we love you. And if you want to send those sort of things, oh, but you know what? Hold up, though. Don't you, you think also, a mess of yourself. You also got to send some support for Dan. Being like, hey, Dan, your back's going to be okay. Yeah. So the email should be, guys, I'll kind of give you a template. It should be Thank like, you. there you go. Dear Steve, sorry about all of your trivial bullshit that'll be fixed by next <laughs> week. Life happens sometimes. So pull your pee pee out between your legs and be a man. No, I'm just fucking with you, dude. <laughs> I'm just playing. No, you know, you're probably, no, no, seriously. This shit, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to trivialize what you've been going through. I'm just messing around. But speaking of trivial stuff, oh, Dan, please. Hey, everyone loses someone. I'm about to get dark, Dan. Oh, Jesus. Okay. So I looked online and someone lost their husband. 
Okay. A terrible situation to be in, by the way. I didn't go to the funeral. Okay. How come? Because I realized something. Okay, hold up real quick. Before you say what you realized, I just want to make sure I, I want to set the mood. Yes. <laughs> so you're looking online, you see uh, an obituary, and you see a date of service of when this is going to yes, happen, correct? Yes. Close friend, yes. Okay, now, what goes through your head? Why are we still doing funerals? Okay, well, first of all, you have to account for religion. True. But I think that it's just this custom that people do because it's like a final send-off. It's so weird. Yeah, but... Okay, just making sure. That's all I would say. Was like, no, you know, I don't really think it's that weird. It's just a, I don't know. Like, you got a thing with marriage. I don't know if that's still the case, but you don't like customs, I think is what it is. I just don't understand sitting in the place with a dead body talking to each other. Sometimes the dead body's not even there. Sometimes it's just ashes. Then it's a memorial service. That's a different thing. But the body's there. That's a funeral. And funerals, I don't understand. So are you talking about the act of dropping the body? Not dropping, of course, but lowering the body into the... <laughs> they just throw it out. Fuck off. <laughs> Everyone at the same time goes, and go fuck yourself. And they just throw the coffin into, that a, is so funny. <laughs> into a hole. Yeah, the whole, like actually having a body in the church, yeah. people doing the viewing. Right. And like, this is the weirdest thing of all time. Why are we still doing this? Okay, let me get a little dark for a second, and, and oh obviously I hope everything is okay. No, you know what? I won't even get specific. Thank you. Just pick your favorite family member and be like, when the time comes, am I going to be able to do this? Or am I just going to go, eh, it's all BS. I would do the ashes thing and just pour it out onto the in the ocean. That would be the preference. I think it's beautiful. We did that for my grandma and my dad. Like that really was like, oh, I wouldn't be able to make it through that. That is a great, where it's just like, it, the person's with nature in my brain. But the whole, when I was sitting there, I was like, I'm not going to go because I'm 41 and I don't have to. And it's weird. I think you need to change the word it to I'm. (laughs) (laughs) The world according to Steve. (laughs) Everyone else is weird. Not me. Everyone else. Damn, that is such a funny freaking quote, dude. You have got, okay. Number one, people, can we agree that Dan, if we did a best of Heroes of Noise, it would just be Dan for 20 minutes? I don't think so. <laughs> not, not with the shit that comes out of your mouth, it wouldn't be. <laughs> Am I right, people? We know I'm right, correct? No, Dan. I'm glad you enjoyed it, Steve. It's great, dude. Okay, I'm ready now. Let's do the contact info. I can hear it in your voice now. Now I'm hearing Steve. I would say we've been talking for probably 40 minutes now. This is the first time that I've heard Happy Steve. Guys, want to know how to get a hold of the show? I bet you do. I bet you at least one person out there is listening for the first time going, what the fuck are these guys talking about? I saw a bunch of pictures of movies and stuff, and these guys are talking about back pain and who the hell knows what else. So if you want to know what's up and you want to know how to get a hold of the show, this is where we do the contact info. And it goes a little something like this, Steve. What's happening, everybody? My name is Dan, and I'm here to give you a little bit of information, all right? If you want to get a hold of the show... Heroes of Noise, that is. Hit us up at Heroes of Noise Podcast at gmail.com. That's Heroes of Noise Podcast at gmail.com. You want to get a hold of us on Twitter? Hit us up at Heroes of Noise. You can reach me, Dan, at Dan Q Public, and my friend Steve over there at SE underscore Hudson Music. We have a Facebook group, the Facebook Podcast Community. I said the Facebook Podcast Community, but you know what? I'm not going to stop. Fuck it. It is the Heroes of Noise Podcast Community. 
but I'm going to make this very simple for everyone. Go to www.heroesofnoise.com, and there you can reach everything that I've just mentioned, all right? You can leave us voicemails. You can subscribe to the show. You can listen to our other show, The Word, the unofficial preacher podcast, and go down to the bottom there, and you can see our friends, the people that we chill with, kind of chill with, on podcasts anyway. Listen to every one of their shows. They're all good people. We have a lot to talk about. I'm trying to find my legs again. I've been on the word kick, and now I'm back in the Heroes of Noise thing, so just bear with me. But I'm going to give it back to my friend, Steve Hudson. Wowzers, man. You know what? I said I was going to give it back to you, but I just real quick, I'm going to give myself a... Uh, Stop. That was like 1.5 out of 5 bad contact infos. Gee, what are you talking about? You do a fan... Okay, here's here's the fun part. Watch this. Let me do it next week and see how bad I do. And no redos. You just have to hear me try to get through it without doing the redoing so that people can see how hard this is. Okay, let's do it. You ready? Ne- ne- oh, right now? Yeah, why not? All right, let's do it. Skip this. Yeah, hold on. Now you get it. Okay, here we go. Hold on. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's do it. All right. You're going to kill me right now. Ready? Oh, no, I'm not. Ready, go. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? You already know who you're listening to, but I know you guys really want to get in contact with contact with us. He already messed it up. One way you can do that is through Heroes of Noise Podcast at gmail.com. That is our email address that Dan so wonderfully hooked up. It's amazing. Also, you can get a, uh, in touch with the show at Heroes of Noise. This is on Twitter. Or you can talk to Dan, the amazing person who always talks about his wonderfully luxurious lips, at Dan P. Lovelace. Or you can get in contact with the man, the myth, the legend, at S-E underscore Hudson Music. I don't know, even know why I did underscore. I got to figure that out. One day I'm going to tell you guys. You can go to our Facebook, which is at Heroes of Noise, or you can go to our website, www.heroesofnoise.com, leave us a voicemail, push the little voicemail thing. I think it's only 30 seconds, just like me. Um, you can subscribe to our show wherever podcasts are heard, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, iHeart, uh, and Spotify. Check us out at the Pause of Justice at the bottom of our page, all of our awesome, amazing affiliate programs that love us so much that we love them. Also, join the Heroes of Noise community. That's a private community where you can put up all your weird pictures, all your interesting thoughts, all your crazy memes, and all your ludicrous gifts. People, I am done, and I'm going to hand it off to the man, the person who makes this place run, the engineer himself, Danathan the Man. That's hard, dude. You want to know what? What? I think you did pretty goddamn good. Dude, that's hard. No, seriously. I hate doing that every week. Oh, jeez. I guess I could record it. Yeah, I think you should pre-record. That is horrible. (laughs) I don't don't know why I don't. I mean, I really could, but I I don't know. It seems so much easier for you. It probably is, but you know what? We'll talk about it later. (laughs) Okay. Anyway. 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 No, no, seriously, that was good, man. Congratulations. You did a good job. I'm never doing that. That is horrible. Anyway. Hey, brother, can I talk about something that everyone else is talking about? Of course you can. I want to talk about Spider-Man. What do you think of this whole situation between Sony and Marvel, Disney? I think it's a very interesting ploy by Disney to uh, get a better deal out of a Sony. Yeah, I'm not really panicked about this. I see some no. people that are freaking out. Mm-mm. Let's hope for them that this goes through. I personally think it's going to. I think that we have seen this sort of situation several times. You know, there's always companies in talks and then they fall out and then they get back in again. And I think that float. We're going to leave to make the other company freak because Disney smart. They knew the reaction if they floated that thought that, oh, the talks broke down. Now, Sony looks at the reaction is like, oh, crap. Like, yeah, 
That's what happens. Sony, you need to get your shit together. You're up against Disney. This is David and Goliath, and Goliath's going to win this time. As much as I want to say this is just a floating of an idea and it's going to be whatever, that's the same thing that happened to Henry Cavill. They were saying that they floated the idea of him leaving just to be like, okay, 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 okay. But that didn't seem to work. I haven't heard that he's Superman again. No, but he's still fighting the good fight. Like, he really wants to be Superman. He does, but he, I, don't, I think they thought floating that information was going to actually be worse than it was. But it died out. Now we don't even talk about him in Superman. You want to know why? I What's think you that? know why. Because no one gives a fuck about the DCU. Not this version. You don't like him in Superman? No, he's fine. But, and I like Man of Steel. But, and Wonder Woman was great. And I like Shazam. Other than that, it's all a big pile of hot garbage. And they all kind of contaminate each other, you think? Uh, I don't know about that. I just think it's bad screenwriting and problems with directors leaving and things like that. Oh, you didn't like Batman versus Superman? No, not at all. It was garbage. Interesting. Yeah, I hated it. So, like, using that scenario, I don't think it would be the same situation. Let's go back a few years. What if Robert Downey Jr. is like, you know what? I'm not playing Iron Man anymore. Oh, dude, if he floated that. <laughs> like, people would lose their minds. Lose their freaking minds, dude. So I'm not worried about it, to be honest with you. I think everyone, listen, calm down. This is the first week. We'll probably get more information on this next week or in the next month or so. But Spider-Man's not going anywhere. If he is, okay, you can tell me I was wrong. You know, we can timestamp it. What's today? Uh, The 22nd. Yeah, August 22nd. You can timestamp me. But I'm telling you right now, this is happening. Spider-Man will come out in the MCU, and I'm not worried about it. Would you be okay, hypothetically? I mean, we'd have to watch it. But would you be okay if someone else, they're like, okay, talks broke down. Someone else is playing, someone else is now playing Spider-Man. How disappointed would you be? Or would you say, let's give them a shot? I would be disappointed in the fact that I think Tom Holland's the best Spider-Man. And at the same time, how many more reboots do we need? Like, who's got more? Batman? Batman's got more, right? Yeah, Batman has a lot. So he's getting into Batman territory at this point. It's on its way. I mean, there's been... uh, It's on its way. Toby... They've been Toby, there's been Andrew Garfield, Andrew Garfield, and there's been Tom Holland. I think that Tom Holland's actually been very important to the MCU, and I think he's helped out a lot. And he's going to bring younger people in. I think it would be a really bad idea to get rid of him. And I, again, I don't think that's going to happen. If I were Sony, because I believe it's their property, but if they just say, you know what, let's keep making Into the Spider-Verse, they're going to be making billions. Just, just let Marvel do what Marvel does. And then keep making Enter the Spider-Verses. You'll be fine, dude. They made a killing on that cartoon. Yeah, they really did. But I think Sony's just being like, when you see a billion and you made 800 million, or say you made 300 million and when Marvel gets seven, the only thing better is more than that. And so you're like, I want more. And Marvel's doing the smart thing. They could be like, we had, did you see our Comic-Con panel? We need you, but we don't like need you. It's not the end of the world if you don't show back up. Not at all, dude. Not even kind of. It would suck. We would miss Tom Holland. But in a year or two from now, we would be like, oh, we would have sure liked to see what Spider-Man would have done in this situation, but we would have been still watching Marvel movies. We'll be fine. I don't think there's a character that we would lose that we'd be like, the Marvel Universe isn't the same without him. Well, we're about to find that out. (laughs) Now that RDJ is gone, I think we're going to find out if that's true. And Cap. And, yeah, and Cap's Cap. Gone. That's right. So we're going to find out if there's some truth to it because Dude. Captain Marvel has to sort of be the face of the MCU on her own if this scenario goes through. 
That's a, actually, I did not think about that. But you've heard people say, oh, it's going to be Spider-Man and Captain Marvel. They're going to be the face of the MCU. I'm sure you've heard that over the last couple of months, right? Now that you're saying that, yeah, dude, you're right. It would be Spider-Man and Captain Marvel. You're right. Yeah. Wow. And sorry to say this, she's no RDJ. Um, I don't know. I haven't seen. Here's what I will say that was, that's honest. I would have liked to see an opening like the first Iron Man. I would have loved to see a first movie like that. I know people are going to disagree with me on this, but here's the situation that I think is happening. Like, she's a great actress. Don't get me wrong. But as her performance with Captain Marvel goes, I don't think that personality is going to lead all of them. You know what I mean? So this is what I propose needs to happen. You need to get her with someone like Taika Waititi. Taika would be great. Yeah. Give her a sense of humor. Make, you know, have her cracking some jokes. I'm just saying, I think she came in hard. To the point where if you watch video of her as Captain Marvel, like she's just, her fists are always closed. You ever notice that? <laughs> like when she stands there, her fists that. are always closed. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I mean, I've always felt like she tried a little too hard or maybe didn't try hard enough. It was this weird in-between thing. But I do think that they need to take the direction in a different way and, you know, make her like a little more accessible, I guess you could say. Give her more of a sense of humor. Do we know who's directing the next um, Captain Marvel? I don't. I personally don't. I don't even know if that's out yet. I don't. Yeah, neither do I. I don't. I mean, what? She, I don't think she was part of the Comic Con p- panel. No. Mm, not that I recall. No, I don't think yeah, she was there. I, maybe they knew that this Spider-Man situation was around the bin. They're like, there probably Wait. was some whispers. Yes, and they're like, hold off before we bring everybody on this stage because it would have been legendary to have. Or maybe Tom Holland's filming something, and so is uh, Brie Larson. Yeah, Brie Larson. Maybe Brie Larson was filming something too, so they couldn't bring them back, on, bring them all on stage. But you're right; they're going to be the face. Like it's going to be them. Yeah, it's gonna. They're gonna be the the new faces. So, are you looking forward to the? Um, oh my God, Black Widow movie. Yeah, we talked about that before. I am. I know you're, it's not your thing, but I'm into it. You still are. Yeah, there's nothing that's happened in between a couple of months back or maybe a month back and now. I have a feeling they're going to go in the way of like Winter Soldier or something like that. That like more of an action movie versus a superhero movie. And I'm down with that. You love Scarlett Johansson. I do. I do love Scarlett Johansson. So we'll see how it goes. Done deal. I don't feel like you're getting any panic on this either, right? This is just no, a, no, this is no. just another blip on the radar, ladies and That's gentlemen. Spider Man will be with the MCU, and I'm calling it. You can timestamp me on that. Oh, you know what? It's fifty fifty to me. We'll see what happens. I'm an yeah, optimist. I, it's 50. You are an optimist. You are endlessly optimistic. I say 50-50 <laughs> because, I mean, I don't remember being alive when Sony wasn't a juggernaut. Yeah, but now there's Disney. Like this form of Disney. That's very true, dude. You're, you're so right. Disney's been around a long time, but Disney's a whole other thing now. That's totally... Like for a while, I remember... Sony was on my Walkman, Sony was on my Discman, Sony was on my VHS player, DVD, everything we had almost. And now you're right, but Disney came out and was just like, oh, did you know we were eating the planet? Yeah, we're going to go ahead and take care of all that. I imagine Disney just getting up and walking out of the meeting and the Sony people being like, we have never had that happen. They just left? You're like, yeah, that's weird. Talks broke down. Yes, I, Sony's not used to that. Normally you bend the knee. I don't know, dude. It's 50-50. Maybe, maybe Sony should be like, skip y'all. We're going to do it ourselves. Maybe that's a strong move, man. Do they really need to use that harsh of language, though, Steve? That's true. Skip y'all is kind of harsh. Calm down, buddy. It's a family maybe, show. Maybe they would just be like, 
we would rather proceed on our own. Uh, that would be better than using skip you. See, now I said it. Great. Thanks. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Sorry for your sensitive ears. Anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. No, a blip on the radar. Yeah. Let's move on, man. I really don't think we need to worry about that. Yes, sir. You know what we do need to worry about? What? If we're getting iTunes reviews. And folks, I'm going to tell you, we're not getting that many. I'll be honest with you. But we did get one this week. And thank Yay! you very much to this guy. This one comes from a friend of ours, David Isaac, 75, as he calls himself on iTunes. Always a pleasure is what it says at the top. This podcast has become one of my must listens of the week. Chemistry between Steve and Dan is fantastic and love their takes on everything. Steve's Wu-Tang review is a must listen to, even if his takes on Avatar and Tom Cruise are not. (laughs) Dan's taste in music is as eclectic as mine, and his reviews are level-headed and thoughtful, even if I don't always agree with them. All right, we're stopping right there. That's enough out of you, David. No, I'm just kidding. Stellar podcast by two guys who love talking about things they love. That's a good one. Thank you, sir. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you so very much. Dan, you read that so wonderfully that maybe <laughs> we should start a true crime podcast. You oh, read it exactly oh. the way someone else wrote it. We should start our own true crime pod. Anyway, thank you so much for the review. I appreciate it. Ah, uh, you're doing a little stab at crime junkie, are you? No. What do yeah, you I think? Oh, you are. I, I mean, oh, hey, listen. That's what listen, if you're going to throw a punch, you should be like, I threw that punch. No, I, I was just saying that we should, I just was saying that, I mean, we could totally just read someone else's book and do a pot. Yeah. Like yeah. Crime Junkie. What? <laughs> You're so full. <laughs> Ridiculous. That's a whole anyway, other topic right there, yes. man, we can talk about. Thank you. You know what I realized, G? What's that? We created a word in the English language. We did? Us as humans. That oh, no okay. one else... When people are like, man, that's a whole, you don't do it. I've heard people say whole nother. I say it. Oh, I say whole nother sometimes. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's not even a word. In fact, when I say whole other, it's because my brain is saying, don't say whole nother. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> it crosses my mind every time I'm saying that word. That is so funny. <laughs> you said it's because my brain is saying, do not say that word. <laughs> Seriously. For sure. I thought you just say whole other every time. I was like, Dan says no. it right. That's why we're all fucked up because Americans keep inventing new slang all the time. Oh, totally. I blame pop culture for a lot of that shit. Country, rap, every there's all these different types of terms that come up and then it just it just like jacks up the English language. You Dude, know? I'm not saying that we all have to be proper and talk no. like that. I, I mean, D- Melissa and I had an hour long debate about converse or conversate. Converse. Now, that's what it says. However, the dictionary does recognize conversate. So that's why we were going back and forth. I was like, the dictionary said this. She's like, yeah. However, it came later. I'm like, just because it came later, now it's an official dictionary. In Like, now that it's in the dictionary, that's a word then. But we, we just went back and forth. And you know how that can go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been recording with you for three <laughs> years. Because, <laughs> I mean, it was, because the thing is, I'm a, I'm a stickler for grammar, so I always correct her. So oh, that's so funny. Like, ha, it's converse. I'm like, is it? It's funny you should mention that, dude. I think this might run in your family a little bit. There's a conversation going on on our page right now on Facebook, and it's between Jonathan Root and also Favon, and they're talking about grammar. She says her family's infamous for that kind of stuff. Um, I am a big supporter of correct grammar. I will catch it, but I will catch little things like you and me. I will not let you and me fly. I just can't do that. 
Does We Are the World bother you? We Are the World? Yeah, the song We Are the World. Why would that bother me? Oh, a better place for you. It's true. And make a better place. Just <laughs> you, you and me. In in songs, I won't, I don't really care. Because people try to, they do those weird where it's just like someone is like pain and again. They rhyme those two things together. I'm like, why do they do that? Just because it spells the same? That is not a rhyme unless you say again. Don't say again in pain or rain and again. Stop. But people do it. So I'm not too hard on that. I have a song, Pet Peeve. Oh, please. This happens more in rock, though. So I don't know if you'll really be able to relate too much to it. But let's say a band's on their, say, like their third album. If they're doing it on their first album, they're done. Oh, wow. If they do it on their sophomore or their third album, they start running out of lyrics. And it'll be something like... uh, my projections, not with this connection. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> they keep, they keep, it's, they use shun words to. Oh yeah. I mean, that's true. That is very rock. It's a vacation all across the nation. Like, stop it. You're being lazy. Yeah. They're not going to do that in, in ballads because there's not a, a bunch of slow things you can say. That's Asian. Conf- you know, all those shuns are very hard rock or faster song words. Here's what I, you know what? I have a very controversial uh, topic. Okay. No, I don't. It's not going to take, but because you're going to agree with me. I was listening to like uh, Gershwin, uh, like Gershwin and all the old time songs. Yeah. Our lyrics aren't as good as they used to be. (laughs) There's a reason that those timeless songs, like it had to be you and our love is here to stay. I'm like, oh, the reason those are timeless is because those words are incredible. (laughs) That's why it's timeless. Yeah. We don't do the closest we had was Lennon McCartney and Stevie and uh, like James Taylor. But even James, it wasn't quite on Stevie's on a he is as close as we got recently. There are all these powerful songs with all these powerful lyrics coming from the Beatles and Bob Dylan. Yeah. Even though I'm not a fan of Bob Dylan, he still wrote some really great lyrics. And we've sort of been reduced to this, Steve. What have we ever reduced? Let's party homes Invite all the bitches Hundreds oh, and fifties Big old bitties Yeah Uno Dos No thrash You hear me <laughs> Hey Almighty. Hey Cost a little like this You hear me Uno Dos No thrash Yeah Tato We got bitches Second ass in a lot though Big chop Knock a nigga Out sapatos Still getting Queso like nachos Uno Dos No thrash Yeah Tato We got bitches Second ass in a lot though Big chop, knock a nigga out sapatos. Still getting queso like nachos. Hit it from the back, then I tell her no mas. She a free, had to tell a bitch hola. Bend it over, I want up for no time. She call me poppy, I hit it with no socks. She like Jake, can I... She catch that last line? He hits it with no socks. Wow. <laughs> what That's where we are, ladies and gentlemen. What Have happened? you heard this song? Uh, no. No, I have not. It's called Uno. It comes from some guy named Amj, A-M-B-J-A-A-Y. Like, this dude sounds like he just came out of Spanish class day one and said, I'm going to write a song. <laughs> it's I mean, terrible. Dude, that is, it's, <laughs> that's where we're at, dude. It's terrible, man. Now it's going to be in your head. Now watch. You will hear that song within the next three days now. You know, it's funny. When you do, like, show me new songs, I end up hearing them everywhere. Uno, dos, tres y a tato. Okay, so I was, you know, it's funny, uh, speaking of weird songs that I'm going to hear everywhere, I was in Food Max, right? Yeah. And uh, uh, there was a guy at the front, obviously, I was getting, you know, there was someone in front of me, and then there was the checker, and the checker was, like, beeping. 
and always something there to remind me was overhead. And I was like, right. Whistling. And then I get to the front desk and we're talking and I'm whistling in between. And he said, dude, that song literally wraps its talons around my brain all day. I said, it's doing it to me right now. He yeah, said, man, people don't take, they're like, people do not take this song as seriously as it needs to be taken. I was like, so this is, he's like, watch. That chorus is going to be in your brain all night long. Sure enough, dude. And he's like, yeah, this is terrible. I see it happening to you right now. When I was whistling in line, he's like, yeah, I see it happening to you right now. He's like, imagine working here. I'm looking into your soul, brother. Gee, literally. He's like, I, he said, I hear this song and it just wraps. And it's a, he's a younger kid. So it's probably just because he works there. He hears that song. He's like, dude, I will whistle this song all day long. And sure enough, at the gym... I just had to play it because I was listening to hip hop and then thinking of always something there to remind me in my brain. I said, you know what? I just need to play the song. And the, I played the song and it got out of my head a little bit. But I didn't realize how much of an earworm that song. It was so. And the thing is, I realized I also don't know the verses. I didn't know what song I was listening to until the chorus came. Out. I was like, hey, I know this song. <laughs> and dude, that chorus is an earworm because i brought it up to melissa and she was just like oh yeah and then she starts humming it i'm like oh dude this is like a horror story (laughs) like every person i tell it to now the whole world is humming this random chorus yeah dude that is an earworm.com i didn't realize that i don't even know who sings it naked eyes is the one you're talking about oh that's who sings that well that's a cover i'm surprised you don't know this actually yeah oh snap i didn't know that no dude that's Dionne warwick and burt Bacharach. that's the original version Stop it. I swear to God. Stop it, Dan. Q public. I should have known that. Dan. I walk along the city streets you used to walk along with me. You never heard this. Oh, Dan, I have not. Oh, Steve. And I just, I just listened to her with Walk On By. Listen. When there is always something that to remind me. Right? <laughs> Bird Bacharach, man. Dude, you know what? I lit- I, like I was just saying, I, I, I literally listened to them two nights ago because I listened to, um, I listened to Walk On By at least once a week. Like three times in a row. And I, I, Walk on yeah. by. Stop. That's my jam. I did not know she sung. That is so crazy, G. You learn something new every day on this show. I needed that random information. It's a great song. It really is. I love that song. Yeah. But you know what song oh. I like better? What's that? Hey, let's party Damn. homes Damn. and fight all the bitches. <laughs> What, Steve? Come on, man. It's the same thing. Yeah. Huh? Come on, with me. Uno. Dos. Yo, tres. You hear me? Hey, yo, Steve. Uno, dos, tres, siatato. That's way better, Steve. Wow. It's way better. We'll wow. see. Rock and Roll I'm Hall of Fame. Send you, I'm going to have to send you some good stuff. That, actually, I'm going to send you some songs. I am very into a few brand new rappers, Jay. Oh yeah, like who? Like my son has been hipping me up to some. Uh, has uh, he been hopping no, you up I've too? Sit- <laughs> <laughs> I did a hip hop joke, Steve. <laughs> Dan. No, all right, sorry. Dan. I apologize. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. Oh, 
I'm create. I just put in my phone. I'm creating a um a game for you. Nice. It's gonna be called Undercovers, and see how many people you know that had. Oh, this is a cover of what song? Like who originally sang this song? You just because I was like, I didn't know that was uh, a song by Dionne Warwick. I was like, I wonder if I could find some ones that Dan's familiar with, but didn't know it was a cover. I accept that challenge. Dan, I think you're going to kill it on this. <laughs> because when I think that I'm going to get you, all of a sudden I was like, yeah, his his memory goes further back. Sometimes. The 90s were a bitch, dude. I had a really good time. But how did you know about the Dionne Warwick thing? Just common knowledge? I've just heard that song throughout my life, yeah. It's not that uncommon. You heard that song before you heard the new one? No, no, to be fair, no. Maybe I had, but it wasn't on my radar. So Naked Eyes version was the one that I grew up listening to, but it wasn't long after that I heard it. Dude, I think more, I, I'm surprised more people don't just make hits out of... <laughs> like, right, just not, covering? Just, I mean, because that's a... But, you know, to be honest, I got to give them props. I would have never thought of making it an 80s song. So that's a pretty dang good cover. I bet you it was a producer that did that. We'd have to research that. But I wonder if it was just a really good producer that said, hey, guys, have this song. Let's record it. Oh, hi, Mark. Yeah. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not feeling Uno by AmJ, man? Gee, that's terrible. <laughs> it's really bad, isn't it? That is. <laughs> you're welcome, everybody. That is so freaking bad. But it's also, it's so bad it's good in a weird way. No. No, but it is because I keep playing it. Yeah, because I don't think you think it's good, though. No way. No, no, no. I don't mean, like, it's good. I'm just thinking that it's so bad that it bears repeating. How, Dan? I don't know. But now, all of you people, I want to know what you think of Uno by Ambajay. Bruh. I already know what they're all going to say. That it's horrendous. Well, maybe there might be one person that's like, loves it. We're going to have some action on the Facebook group about this one. Dan, how did you even hear this song? Uh, how did I hear this song? You know what? I th <laughs> I'm pretty sure Faya showed it to me if I'm thinking about it right oh, now. Oh, jeez, dude. That's yeah, I'm pretty fault. sure she did. Because, oh. you know, we get bored of work sometimes. Like, hey, you heard this? You seen this? That kind of thing. And I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Oh. So you can thank Faya for that. She, she's so smart. And yet. <laughs> I don't think she was like, hey, want to hear the best song I've ever heard? And I'm like, sure. And then she played that. What was the context? She's just getting me back for turning her on to Old Town Road in the get up. Oh, that, you know what? Fair. That's yeah, totally right? fair. She tossed one back to me, basically. I'm going to send you some good hip hop that's out right now. Okay, please do. Like new kids that are on the block, so to speak. Shall we go over one? No, because I got to send you the right clip and then the right timestamp so that you're right. like, oh, that's good stuff. All right. So, yeah, that song is her. I will give it a. Oh. I don't know if we've I've rated something a zero though, because technically it does have a beat. Technically it has a, a melody. It might be something that sucks, but in order for it to be a zero on a rating scale, it can't have, it has to be just somebody farting into the mic. Yeah. Which I could do for you right now. If you'd like, oh, no, it's just no, weird coincidence. Good. No, I'm no, just no, kidding. I could, but I would say I will give it a one. There we go. A one. I'll give it one out of five cases of cultural appropriation. Dude, you can't give it a one. You said you liked it. No, I said it's so bad that it might be good. That's what I'm saying. So it has to be more than a one. No, it's a one. That's what I'm No, because mine is terrible. I don't like it at all. 
I can't have you in my room of not liking it. 1.1. No. <laughs> you know what? You're just going to have to accept it. That's what I'm doing. Dan. Okay. Well, then I'm going to lower my rating. You can't. My rating is one. 5. It's one to five. Okay. Point. No, it's not. It's zero to five. No, it's one. Is it zero? It has to be zero because it, it in the music, it has to be a zero. Okay. Tell you what, I'll make it easy on you. Okay. I'm going to give it a 1.5, and that's being generous. Okay, I'll give it a 0.5. All right, fair enough. You feel better now? Yes. Can we go about like, our fucking day now, Steve? You're like, you, are you, gonna- <laughs> you were like, I said, I hate this song. And you were like, um, oh, you know, it's cool. And I give it a one. You're like, oh, yeah, I like it as much as you do. No, you don't. No, you do not. I never said it was cool. I said it's so bad that it might be good. That's cool. Not according to Fonzie, it's not. Who's Fonzie? Oh, fuck off, Steve. I'm not even going to answer that question. I can't even fucking believe you just said, who's Fonzie? You know what I think? I think this is all a ruse. I think you have an act where it's like, I don't understand pop culture stuff. Tell me about it. Because I know a Fonzie. So I was like, fuck off. You do not know a Fonzie. I swear to goodness. His name is Alfonso. He goes by Fonzie. That's really weird. (laughs) Why is that weird? No, I mean, it's not weird, I should say. It's just, (laughs) but I mean, I get it. It's like, how old is he, roughly? Uh, 27. Yeah, okay, so that's fine. But if they actually named him Fonzie, that would be that would be weird. Because okay. there is no way that you're not relating that to Henry Winkler. Oh, you know what's funny? You know what uh, was a weird time jump? What's that? We're farther away from the time that Happy Days was made than Happy Days was from the time that it was made. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Say that again? We're further away from the Happy Days TV show than yeah. Happy Days was from the date from the days it was kind of like emulating. That doesn't make any sense to me. Okay, so you know T- Happy Days was trying to make fun of like the 60s? Oh, I'm sorry, Steve. You broke up on me. I get it. You said emulating, didn't you? Yes, I did. I got it. Okay, never mind. I understand what you're saying. Completely. I wonder if emulating is the word, though. Eh, well, it'll work. I know, but is that the word? You're saying we're farther away from when Happy Days was made than when Happy Days was doing a thing where they were... They were, they were uh... God, it is a little hard to say, isn't it? I don't know how to say that correctly. <laughs> I know what you're saying. <laughs> then the era that Happy Days was. Recorded. There we go. Yes. And then I also saw a tweet that said, um, this year, the people that were watching 17 going to 30 or 17. What was that movie? 13 going on 30. Are 30 now. They were 13 at the time. And now they're going to be 30. Damn That's hell. some math right there, bro. But how is that? I remember. Life goes on, man. The world is just jamming past us, Steve. That's scary as hell, dude. Yeah, it is. It's pretty crazy. I mean, it makes us sound like old farts, but even my daughter notices that, you know, because she just became a junior this year and she's thinking, oh my God, like I'm almost done with high school and, you know, in her head. Yes. Yes. My life's almost over. (laughs) It's like, no, 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 no. It's just beginning. Dude, because I used to look at older people like like 90 years old, 80 years old. I'm like, how did you get that old? Like, how did that happen now? Oh, dude, I get it. Like, I'm about to be 50 in like nine years. It's coming. What do you think the secret was to the 90-year-olds that are living? Do you think it's just good genetics? Or you think uh, it's just like, yes. weed and pussy. That's what kept me alive the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think it's totally good genetics, dude. Grandpa, how are you so lucky to be living this long? Weed and pussy, son. <laughs> What it, dude, what a great response that would be. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say if I make it that far. 
you will make it that far, Dan, unless you unless you like jump off a cliff. The day's still young, sir. I mean, but I think like does it does getting old scare you? Uh no. Yeah, kind of. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> that was like a bunch of different answers right there, it but I really think the, was, dude. I think the take home is yeah, it does. And how do you deal with that, Dan? Look at it this way, dude. Okay. We're on this globe, right? In the middle of space. Yes. And shit's flying past us constantly. We're, we could be on a collision course at any given point in time. We could be struck with a huge meteor, whatever. Something could crash into the earth. It can happen. Or okay? climate could just make a turn Something. for the worse and we just Something. all die. Yes. Right. What can we do about that? Not a thing. Not a goddamn thing. So I'm not going to worry about it. It's scary, but I'm not going to really worry about it too much. Because when it happens, it happens. Okay. Fair. You know? That, no, that's it's totally fair. It's just It freaks me out. It's freaky, but everyone's doing it. It sucks to wake up and go, ow. Like, this back thing has me in a bit of a, like, oh, shit, I'm getting old thing. You think but I've had be- back issues since I was a kid. I got in an accident and hurt my back. What if you were a billionaire? Do you think aging would be as scary because you're just now settled and you're chilling and life is good? Do you think it would be scary then? Or do you think it's because we're chasing something and we know that time is running out that makes aging scary? I don't know. I mean, they say money can't buy happiness, and I do agree with that. But you can sure have a lot of fun on it. Yeah. So if you're a billionaire, you could be doing things to occupy your time. You know, you stay preoccupied so you're not just sitting there watching the clock. That's and for me, like when people say money doesn't buy happiness, it's the equivalent of someone being like, say, I've never been. A, well, I haven't been to Sweden. And someone's like, ah, Sweden's overrated. I'm like, let me go ahead and see, though, if it's overrated. Let me go ahead and see if money can buy me happiness. And then I will let you know. But I will yeah. want to say for myself. How about that one? Yeah, just because you're all tainted off of it. Exactly. Give me a little bit of that. <laughs> Let exactly. me try. Exactly. Yeah. I hear All right. You. I know we have movies to talk about. Let's we do. This. We've All got right. quite a few, actually. I know we might have to cut some out because, you know, we are trying to cram in two weeks worth of movies into one show. But I'll do my best. Some of these will be short. You have had a little bit of time and a bit of a pass to see free movie. Well, it's not free. It's like, what, a dollar a movie? It comes out or something like that. Honestly, it's a really good deal, man. The unlimited uh, Regal Pass is fantastic. Regal Unlimited is what I'm trying to say. It's fantastic. I've got no complaints about it. You know, I was a little upset at first because of the first purchase that I made. They charged me 50 cents. And I'm thinking, okay, 50 cents isn't that much. But if you're going to the movies all the time, that's going to add up, right? I did that through my app. I found out recently that you can just go to the box office and they don't charge you that surcharge. So it's pretty awesome. Yeah, but that saving a seat thing is serious. Yeah, well, I just choose wisely. I go at times where I don't think everyone's going to be there, you know, and, and it 18, works. You're doing the 18. No, I did the 21. And that's going to be in, in which theater do you normally go to? I know this is local, ladies and gentlemen, but I got to know what theaters are available to me if I do that. You can go to Edwards Theater, Broadway Fair, Manchester and uh, Clovis eight. Never mind. Yeah. The Manchester one, though. I don't know. Like, sorry to get local on you guys, but that Manchester, they have the nice seats, right? I the ones, the nice leather reclining yes. seats and everything like that. Every single time I try to make a, a reservation, because I do, because we're further away, I don't want to like chance it, you know? So I'll try to make a reservation on Manchester. They're always taken. Everything. Really? Yeah. There's like one seat left. I never have. I've never gotten that. It's those comfy seats, G. That's what it is. Because I'll tell you what, our nicest theater, I feel, is Edwards. They're the ones that are doing the 4DX now. And I think that they're starting to make some upgrades. Their seats are garbage. I wouldn't even say they're our nicest. I think it's the most aesthetically pleasing theater. Yeah, maybe that's what I'm getting at. But Manchester's the nicest. 
You know what's a nice theater? Those Maya theaters are pretty good, but they don't have the nice seats. Yeah, anything without the nice seats, I don't. I, it's garbage to me. I don't know. A cry room goes a long way, baby. I like that. Oh, that's why my sister goes there. Cry room, man. Those are great. I know, because sometimes I'm in an emotional mood, and I need somewhere to do that. <laughs> You're just in there crying? They need a yeah. laugh room for you. Put you in the laugh room. Okay, here's the funny part. I laughed so hard, and I forgot what movie I was watching, that people laughed at me. <laughs> you have a laugh, Steve. And it wasn't even my big laugh. It was a small laugh in my brain. You've got a laugh. I mean, like, if you go full-on Steve laugh, that's a really good laugh. Was the volume there? It was just like, I was like, something happened. I was like, ha! that's it. <laughs> that's not how i laughed you're sitting in the movie theater it's completely quiet uh-huh. and you hear come i'd laugh dan, too dan <laughs> i don't laugh like that you just caught a weird laugh you sure about that <laughs> yes i'm just messing with you i don't want to give you a complex that's why no. i kept it because i've never heard you laugh like that before that's a funny laugh. but i i can't wait to uh like i'm gonna get the pass i might have to get rid of something this is you I as would... a ghost. <laughs> That's what you're going to sound like. You wouldn't do too well with me haunting you, G. No, no. Because you'd be doing it between the hours of like two and six in the morning. Be like, damn yes. it. Yes. You're still on that schedule? You're dead and you're still on that schedule. That's crazy. Of course. You know, I- I'm thinking about switching it up, but we'll talk about that later. I have been okay. putting in for day shift. So, oh, good um, for you. I wasn't going to say. Oh, there's certain things I get that I really don't even use. On a monthly situation, and I mm-hmm. might switch it up from that monthly to like I don't even use Marvel, dude. Oh, the comics thing? Yeah, but I think I will. See, that's the thing is that it's nice to have every once in a while. Exactly. Right? Like when you want it, it's cool. But if you're not reading it all the time, you're just throwing money away. I mean, so like I, I was using VRV for a little bit. I actually stopped Shutter, and I went to VRV where they have. Uh, Jesus, what do they have? They have the full shutter on there. Yes. They have Crunchyroll. They have all this anime shit. They have, um, like, what is it called? Boomerang with all that old Hanna-Barbera cartoons and oh, stuff. Oh, that's and pretty like, cool. It is cool until you watch all that shit and go, okay, I've had my dose. And now I'm paying more for shutter. So I get it. I actually went back to shutter again because I don't really watch anime that much. It's not my thing personally. So there's a ton of it on there. I'll tell you this, folks. If you like anime, VRV is the way to go because you get Shudder 2 and plus you get a whole bunch of other stuff. For me, I didn't feel it was worth it because Disney's coming. So I went back to my $4.99 a month on Shudder and I stopped uh, YouTube Premium. What else did I stop? I feel like I stopped. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not going back to DC uh, Universe. Whoa. And yeah, so now I have Disney. I'll, have, I'll be ready for Disney. When does Disney actually drop? I think it's November 12th. Oh, Lord have mercy. Yeah, November 12th. Good grief. Like, I I know that for me, if I like having Marvel and I like having Shudder, I only like having Marvel only because, you know, what if one day I do want to read something? But what I'm thinking of, what if Disney ends up having some sort of, like, package where Marvel Unlimited comes with it? You know what? That's possible. I didn't even think about that. Like, it would make sense, wouldn't it? Well, they have an affiliation, obviously, so it's cool. Like, that's the other thing, too. If you have, uh, now you don't have this problem, but when Disney kicks in, I'm going to get the extra package where it has Hulu, too. Ooh. It's like $9.99 a month. Dude, that's nothing. That's what I'm saying, man. I was paying that for VRV. That is nothing, dude. But yeah, oh, well, then I might, I might end up getting it then. You're right. 
Anyway, it's a deal. Enough it's a of the deal. theater thing. Yeah. Another. Th- what have you seen in these wonderful theaters? I've seen lots, Steve. A whole bunch. Let's see. I was gonna have more time to talk about these, but I'll just uh, go down the list and let's see how it goes. First thing that we can talk about, we've both seen it, Steve, is scary stories to tell in the dark. We're a couple weeks late. Yeah. What did you think about that? I actually like this movie quite a bit, but here's the situation, bro. It's aimed at a certain audience. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's very yeah. well done. I think that all of the creatures in it look really good. They look very much. I never read the books, but they look very much like the characters in the books. I actually did check that out. Uh, the stories were fine. The acting was fine. The special effects, everything was really good. It's just that the story seemed a little young. That's my issue. Yeah. But I, I actually was entertained by that. I thought it was well done. It definitely feels like a Guillermo movie. It does. I had a good time. The audience really liked it. And outside of just going, okay, well, I see that this was not meant for someone my age. I still think it was a very well done movie. I liked, I thought like there were specific things that I really liked. Such as? The Scarecrow. The Scarecrow was freaky looking, man. That was effective, dude. And I really liked it that it was moving slowly. Yes. Dude. I won't really get too much into it because, I, you know, people still probably want to see these movies. But yeah, um, effective. And its face looked like a slipknot mask. Yeah. Oh, that's you know, it's funny. I didn't think about that. You're right. You know who Slipknot is? I do. I said something about Slipknot on the word. And you're like, oh, yeah. And I went, does he really know that? But I guess you do. They're, they're prominent right now. Okay. Very. You're a little hipper than I thought, Hudson. Wait a minute. I'm about to ask a stupid question then. What's is that? Slipknot, like Slipknot and Buckethead are not in any way connected. No. Mm-mm. I'm not surprised you know Buckethead, though. That dude is ridiculous. Yeah, it's, he's crazy. I've seen him before. He, he's freaking ridiculous. But yeah, I think like the first story and the last story that had to do with a chimney, I think those were the two that are like, oh, this is a really good, effective, scary story. Yeah, what was that dude saying? Knee high hold. I forgot what he said. And he never explained what it meant. I thought they were going to break it down being like, oh, he's trying to say this. Yeah, I was expecting the same thing. But he was still freaky. I think that that guy or whatever, that creature, may have looked the most CGI, but for good reason. Like it was doing some crazy contorting things and it looked pretty cool. And I, I'll tell dope. you that if I was a little kid and I went and saw that movie, I would have been scared. Holy pissed. Yeah, I think like if Guillermo had directed this movie... I think he would have tried to do it practically. He would have been like, how am I going to make this a practical effect? Yeah, For where's sure. that tall dude from The Shape of Water? Let's get him yes. in Yes. He would have just used him and been like, oh. Doug how? Jones, I think his name is. Or, they, or he would have found a contortionist that's really good at doing that and just been like, let's do this. Because I think it would have been so much more effective and so much more weighty. Like there's weight to him when there's someone there. And so I would have liked to see that. But again, I think it, I, I thought it was fine. Again, it was way younger than I thought it was going to be. And so that's the only thing that was like, oh, we just saw a kid's movie. Bro, I got some news for you. What's up? So there was a contortionist that did that character. His name is Troy James. Black dude. Yes, black dude. They actually found him from America's Got Talent. And also he was in, um, he was on um, Flash. Oh, I don't watch Flash anymore. Oh, dude, he was spooky as hell on Flash. I was like, who moves like that? Yeah, so they they did use him, but obviously they had to put CGI all around him. But that guy is crazy. I was just watching some of the stuff that he can do right now. I don't That's like pretty it. impressive, man. Yeah, I don't like, I don't it, like it either. Really I don't like that. You know what I don't like? We're going to bring back an old thing that I sent you. Remember that? That, uh, that girl? From like Sweden or something like that? That was galloping? Galloping. Bruh, like a horse. Listen, listen. <laughs> no. listen. If I saw that in the shadows... 
I would have been explaining to her parents the next day. I am yeah, so man. sorry. I thought she was a werewolf. <laughs> That's why I shot her in the heart with a silver bullet. That's why I shot her in the leg. I legged her. <laughs> I'm shooting a werewolf in the heart if it comes at me. I'm just saying. You're too nice. That doesn't work, though. <laughs> it's... <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to entertain this conversation. <laughs> it does too, I, Steve. It does too work. I know the lore, friend. Okay. I thought silver bullets took care of it. Yeah, you didn't say you were going to shoot him with a silver bullet, though. I literally just said silver bullet. Oh, did you really? Yes, I did. You must have cut out. Maybe so with your fake ass Skype. First of all, <laughs> dude. All through this week. I have been listening to interviews on podcasts where they had to redo the Skype. And in my brain, they're like, can you just call back? In my brain, I was like, Dan would have never put that on a podcast. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> doom, 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 doom. Okay, are you back? You hear that? Yes. I'm I don't like, want to hear that. This is a professional pod. And they're just like, can you call back? And, and I'm like, you have Patreon. Why aren't you just cutting it out? It surprises me. Like, I don't want to, I'm not isolating anybody or I'm pointing the finger. I'm just saying, I hear that on so many different podcasts where they leave all that shit in. That's why our show takes a day or so to come out. Because if we start, we stop, we got to go to the bathroom, dogs barking, doorbell rings, whatever. You guys don't need to hear that shit. You just want to hear the content, right? Right. See, they said right, Steve. You just want to hear somebody reading verbatim from someone else's book and making money. Yeah. That's what you guys want to hear. Go on. You know what? That's not going to stop though. You realize that, right? Oh, no, 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 no. No, she's going full speed ahead, bro. Dude, they make so much money. Anyway, but um, so for me with the, with the, um, with uh, Scary Stories, it would have been, I, you know what I wish they would do? And I think you're going to agree, maybe. If they can do an R-rated cut, I would love to see what happens. You know, honestly, Steve, I think it's fine by itself. This movie oh. wasn't really meant for us. Oh, it's meant real. to be it's meant to be like the books. And I get that completely. I think it actually takes a nice little like it's a classy looking movie, first of all. Yes. You know, it looks really good. It's mm-hmm. got that that good young children's horror story. music yes. That's yes. all the way through it. Yeah. I don't yeah. know who did the score on this or anything like that, but it's just kind of got everything. I think it's like a uh, teenager's trick or treat. Oh, that's fair. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like a ho- it's a movie that you put on for Halloween. Yes. And it had like very fantasy music. Yes, like not necessarily creepy music, like fantasy, where it's just like, oh, what's going to happen? It builds a mood. Yes. Before we finish talking about this movie, though, man, there's one thing that we didn't even talk about. What did you think of the I don't even know what to call it because it's been a couple of weeks now and I forgot the name of it. But that like chubby creature in the red room that was surrounding that one guy. That's some scary shit right there. That was insanity. G. That I thought that was very good. That's my pick for a favorite monster, by the way. Oh, yeah. I, I, I would still go with the Scarecrow only because of the setting. Being in straw and running into that thing, there is no getting away. Uh, that's my thing. And again, that's Guillermo. Putting in that practical person in there. Where yeah. they're walking. And I was that like, creature Ooh. looks just like the creature in the book. It's yeah, freaky. Spooky. That, it, yeah. it was a very scary. And I was like, yeah, this is effective. And But that was what threw me because I'm like, if this is a young adult movie or a younger person's movie, this is really creepy. This is a scary, like a legitimately scary part. I don't really know how well it did at the box office because let's face it, the adults are paying for these movies, right? Yes. But I do think that it's like, it's, I think that it stuck the landing for the age group. Yes. 
That's what that it did. That it did. Because it was meant to be a fun movie. Scary stories to tell in the dark. That sounds fun. It doesn't sound like a the beheading or the exorcist or yes. something crazy. You know, so no, I think it I think the movie really hit its mark. So I'm gonna go ahead and rate this one, bro. Yes. Is there anything I'm sorry, is there anything else you want to say about this movie? No, not at all. Not at all. Okay, cool. I am going to give scary stories to tell in the dark a two point five out of five. Because I can't remember the names of any of these things. I'm just gonna go ahead and make it simple. I'm gonna give it a two point five out of five scarecrows. That is totally fair. I'm gonna give it a two point five books written in blood. Nice. That's a good one. What else you got? So after I saw that movie, the very next day, in fact, I went and saw The Kitchen. Hmm. It's a DC Vertigo comic that's based off of. Do you have any familiarity? None. Only the previews. Yeah, nor did I. Um, Real quick premise. The wives of New York gangsters in Hell's Kitchen in the 1970s continue to operate their husband's rackets after they're locked up in prison. This movie... Shall I cut to the chase? You know what? I'm not going to spend too much time on this movie. I'm just going to tell you what I thought. I think that this movie fell flat. Wow. Yeah, it had a lot of things that I liked about it. I think that Melissa McCarthy did a pretty good job with what she was working with. I also think that, uh, well, I should say who's in it, first of all. Melissa McCarthy plays Kathy Brennan, Elizabeth Moss that plays Claire Walsh, and then there's Tiffany Haddish who plays Ruby O'Carroll. I think that this movie had a lot of good things to offer, but the storytelling took it out of it, man. And they just, here's, here's what I'm talking about. Without getting too much into the movie and how it plays out, too much into because I'm very inter- I'm very interested. Okay, so it would be like let's use the movie Widows because I feel like there's a comparison to this movie. All right, this movie to me is a poor Widows. But if we're talking about Widows, you have the situation where these women's husbands die and they have to take it upon themselves for whatever reason to okay. get a certain amount of money and you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean yeah, movie- the common th- you're like okay, I got you. That yes. Thing. Okay. Here's the situation with this: the movie. Like Widows shows you how they did it, shows you how they built up to it, how they formulated these plans to take power and all that. Right. Yes. The kitchen's like, we need to do this, guys. And then the next day they're doing it. Do you know what I'm saying? There's no. Oh, all of a sudden they're kingpins. Okay. Yes. You don't get to see how they rose to power. And I think that that really hurt the movie. But again, Elizabeth Moss and and, uh, Melissa McCarthy do a really good job. Now, unfortunately, I can't say the same thing about Tiffany Haddish. I feel like she was way out of her league in this one, bro. I'm glad to see that she's doing dramatic stuff now because she can't just make a living for the rest of her life off She Ready. You know what I mean? No, but she she could do the Kevin Hart thing where you just, you're just Kevin Hart forever. This is true. She could. But she chose to go into like a dramatic role, and I commend her for that. The problem is, she's not ready yet. <laughs> I see what you did there, Dan. That's really the problem, is that I think she was just out of her league. She was working with two people that can really act their asses off. And I do think that Melissa McCarthy can do that. She's proven it. Like, I do see an Oscar in her future at some point. Tiffany Haddish, I'm not saying she's a poor actress. I'm saying that she got herself into a situation where it was obvious... It's like if you put me on an on a NBA basketball team, it's going to be very obvious who can't play basketball. Or a high school basketball team. Junior hey, high. you know what? Don't bring up old shit. And it's football, by the way. Yeah, oh, no, it was basketball. You're right. When my, you know, fuck you, Mr. Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Um, that's my old coach, by the way. I commend her for trying, man, but I just don't think that she was quite ready yet. And it took me out of it every time she was on. She's trying oh, to do dang. these serious roles. And you could just tell that she's struggling with trying to, like, I think she was in her head about it or something like that. You could just tell she's not ready. And it doesn't mean that she won't be later on. 
right and bless now, her for trying but right now no she was the weakest part of the movie along with the poor storytelling that it had you know but i think that the kitchen could have been a very good movie i'm not going to act like i just walked out of that movie like god it sucked i hated it i actually was into it like the whole time but the problem was i had to do a lot of thinking while i was watching it like how did this already happen or why are they here without explaining why you know that kind of stuff it just felt like there was holes that need to be filled in that one so you know, not the best movie. Um, I really wouldn't recommend you guys go out and see it in a theater. If you do, you're not going to come out and go like, that was the worst thing I've ever seen. But I think you'll know what I'm talking about. Save this one for streaming, okay? I'm going to go ahead and rate this movie really quickly and we'll move along. I am going to give this movie, I'm going to give it 1.5 out of Ooh. 5 cases of bad acting. And there were times in this movie where I was like, oh, this might be really good. Like, it started off good, but it just, I don't know, it just didn't do it This is as bad as MJ. No, it is not as bad as MJ. Okay. And some people might disagree with me. Some people might love this movie. It just wasn't for me. It didn't. I don't think it's going to be my thing. It didn't check the boxes, bro. That's, that's all I, I can tell you. I thought Widows was highly, and if you're like, because remember, we, you saw it, we saw Widows. Yeah. And we were both like, that was a good movie. You liked it better than me, but it was a good movie. You're right. And I think they did it well. And it's not fair though. When you have beasts on screen, yeah, they had Liam Neeson, they had Viola Davis. So it's kind of like the least you're going to get. They have Paperboy. I always forget his name. But the uh, they got Kaluuya. The worst you're going to get is a beast performance. This one, you got Melissa McCarthy, Elizabeth oh. Moss, Tiffany Haddish, and you know, I j- I just remembered something. What? <laughs> can I go? Can I go back for a second? Uh oh, what happened? I just remembered that Common is in this movie. (laughs) Plain Common. Ladies and gentlemen of the film industry. (laughs) I don't want to take food out of anybody's mouth. You know what I'm saying? But please stop putting Common in movies where he needs to be serious. Let Let me rephrase that. Just stop putting Common in movies. He's not an actor. I think he's a terrible actor, bro. And he, he gets good like movies. Common. Yeah, he acts like every common. single movie yeah. is the same character, you know? And it's just it just gets old after a while. Okay, president, we gotta launch these missiles. That's real. He's just got this delivery. It's just one monotone thing that he does. And he gets you know crazy amounts of money for doing I these think movies. He's endeared himself to people. I think he's probably a very charming person. He's a good looking guy and he can do the action stuff. But common on his own as an oh, actor, dude. not good, not strong. I'm not saying I could do better. Can't do worse is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cannot do worse. So you're giving it 1.5. What did you say? 1.5 what? 1.5 out of 5 cases of bad acting. Oof. Yep. All right. What's next? Jesus. <laughs> so then I went home, right? And I turned on the old streaming tube there, the old uh, idiot box. And I started watching Long Shot, dude. And I know this one's a little bit older, but I never talked about this one before. In fact, it was kind of off my radar. It was weird. I had a chance to go see it for free. Uh, One of the theaters in town was giving away tickets. And I just never went. I really liked this movie. I liked it a lot better than I thought. You know, you take someone like Seth Rogen, another actor that you kind of know what you're getting into when you watch his movies. And... He did a really, really solid job. He was able to take this romantic, and I'm not just giving this all to him, of course, but they were able to take this romantic comedy, use a lot of stuff that Seth Rogen is famous for, and paint it into it really well, like mix it all in. And then the combination of uh, Charlize Theron and him, I didn't see that happening. I, I couldn't, I didn't think it was very believable, is what I'm saying. Pretty fucking good movie. Very entertaining. I thought I knew what was going to happen 
and they totally did a switcheroo. And here's what I will say about because I don't want to give it away, people. I think you guys should watch it. This is definitely one you guys need to watch. I will say they gave us the ending we needed right now. I'm very curious why you're saying that. I mean, it's not like I'm disagreeing with you, but I'm not exactly sure what you're being specific about. Um, just like... Well, you're not being specific. Yeah, you know I'm not, because they might not have seen it. I would say because it could have ended a certain way and instead they're like, you know what? Screw it. What if this did happen? And what if this did happen? And what if this? And I'm like, yeah, exactly. Well, what if this does happen and it did? I needed this ending. Good. They took the formula and they started up a little bit. Yes. They, they didn't give you exactly what you were Gave me a little boys yeah. to men too. Boys to men. Oh, yes. That's right. I forgot. I forgot that they were in that. What yeah. happened to the fourth guy? Uh, he's sick. He's been sick for like a long time. Oh, that sucks. But That's yeah, he, uh, that was good. I mean, I love Seth Rogen in the movie. Charlize Theron. I mean, it was just an adore. It was like there were so many places where that could seem unbelievable. And they made me believe it. Like it would have been if they did it wrong, I would have been like, oh, come on. It's just giving Seth Rogen a reason to kiss Charlize Theron. That's what it could have been. But it wasn't. I believed it. I'm like, oh, no. He's so like he was charming. He was funny. He like gave her a solid ground to stand on when everybody else was. Yes. Like, okay, okay. He was like, no, this is bull crap. Like, I'm like, oh, I get it. This she He's her island where it's like, look, this is a solid ground where everyone else is giving me wishy-washy. You are the solid ground. I just thought it was so good. And there's a part where he cries that started off funny, but then was touching. And so when it ended, I went to see it with Melissa. We both looked at each other like, this was a freaking amazing movie. Now, I will say it was my favorite romantic comedy of the year until I saw something else. So it was oh, yeah. my, it was my favorite romantic comedy of the year. I think it's up there for sure. Yeah. Um, and if you don't know what this movie's about guys, if you've been under a rock, like I was journalist, Fred Flarsky reunites with his childhood crush, Charlotte field. Now one of the most influential women in the world as she prepares to make a run for presidency. Charlotte hires Fred as her speechwriter and sparks fly. And boy, do they fly Steve? Don't you think? Oh, I was like, look fly. at that spark flying. Oh, look at that fly. spark. That's a flying spark if I've ever seen one. That is a flying spark. (laughs) It also has O'Shea Jackson in it, who's doing O'Shea Jackson. Now, he's another one. We need to work on him a little bit. You know, he he was good in it, but he's kind of got one speed right now, too. But then again, he's... He just looks too much. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe I'm not being fair. All I see is Ice Cube when I see him. Exactly. It doesn't help that he fucking played Ice Cube either. (laughs) You know, so it's like, now I really see him as that way. I mean, he looks like him. He talks like him. Yeah. Uh, I like they did a little switcheroo where uh, there's a <laughs> in his policies and practices. Yes, they do. Yes. Like, the funny thing is, I've had that conversation. That con- the reason I laughed at that is because like, oh, Seth Rogen has had this conversation with someone, and I have. I'm like, you're a whatever. Well, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, I look at you totally different now. I don't think I can hang, but he does it where it's just like, okay, I mean. All right, you could see him battling with it in his brain, being like, we've been chilling this. Oh, yeah, I want to see it again now. <laughs> I want to watch this movie again. Hey, real talk, though. Yeah. Charlize Theron is classically beautiful. I've always had a thing for Charlize, man. She's in my top 25 easy. And like I said before, 
People have disagreed with me on this. I think she could have pulled off Captain Marvel. Oh, stop, Dan. She's, you don't think so? I no. think she totally could have pulled off. There's, no, Brie Larson's perfect for Captain Marvel. Mm. They just need to, I think they just need a, a little, a few tweaks here and there. I think, for me, I thought it was a great movie. You didn't really like Captain Marvel so much. I think, like Charlize Theron, and mind you, I don't think Homegirl is a good Wonder Woman. I think they should have picked my my um, sister from uh, Homegirl from uh, The Boys. She's Wonder Woman. They should have picked her. I will stand by my statement. That's all I'm going to say. You're out of your mind. Charlize? Yeah. She's 112 pounds, G. Charlize Theron. Yes. Yeah, but I lo- I want to see this movie again. Loved it. Yeah, it's definitely worth a rewatch, and I'll probably check it out again, too. But Gail and I watched it just sitting there on the couch, and we really loved it. We laughed out loud. We felt the emotion. It's it's like, if you like romantic comedies, this is definitely one to see because it checks all of the boxes, and you come out smiling. It was really good. And it doesn't, so, check, yeah. it doesn't check all the boxes in that check all the boxes way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I guess if we're using the terminology correctly, I'm not saying it checked all the boxes as in cliche and tropey stuff. I'm saying that if I go into a romantic comedy, there's just certain things that I want to see happen. There's certain things I don't want to see happen. And I, I want to come out feeling a certain way. And this this definitely did that for me. You know who created that checkbox? The modern day romantic comedy checkbox? Who's that? Uh, when Harry Met Sally. They talked about everything that that movie created for the modern day romantic comedy. They're like, after that, there was a checkbox that everyone did. It just became a template. Yeah, they were. The I can see I that. Like, that makes total because they said, yeah, romantic comedies were off the grid for a while until that movie. And they're like, oh, we could just do that over and over and over and over again. And we could just live off that. And I was like, yep, yeah, that's what happened. They no, they've had some really it. they've had some really good ones over the last year. I mean, if you if you count crazy rich Asians. And what else? Let's see. Plus just one this year alone. V1. I was going to say plus one, of course. And then, um, oh God, what's the name of that movie? What the fuck was the name of the movie with uh, Ali Wong? I knew you were going to say that. Um, Always Be My Maybe. And the inclusion of Always Be My Maybe, I think that we've got a really good solid bunch of movies that are starting to come out. They need to continue this is what I'm saying. Don't saturate it to where we're just sick of it and we don't want to watch them anymore. But I think that the ones that have been coming out have been excellent. But I do have to say plus one is probably the top one. So oh, dude, it's not. Hey, speaking of Ali Wong, you know, she's going to be in, the, in uh, the L.A. area if you want to see her live. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I, I'm not really sure her comedy's my thing. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that, G. I, you know what I, mean? I mean, you know. Oh, did you did, did you see their Q&A? The, um, the long shot Q&A? No, I did not. Uh, they did a Q&A, I think, I know it was for, I, I'm almost 100%, sh- I, I'm almost, I would say 90% sure that it was on, it was at the, um, uh, what's that popular theater in Texas? Uh, Alamo Drafthouse, the Alamo Drafthouse. Oh, okay. I think they did a Q&A over there when they were doing their, you know, that, the film festival. Yeah. And uh, at the end, he's like, there's only one way that we can finish this off perfectly. And they brought Boys to Men out to do Motown Philly and all their hits. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's freaking dope, G. And like that place went crazy. And I was like, all you had to do is show me the reaction to the crowd. I can tell you the age. I can tell you the age of this crowd pretty much. Because too many of them know these songs. Good uh, 30s and 40s crowd. Oh, easy. Oh, bro, I got to get out of here. I was going to literally been like, oh, I have all the time. And then I looked at my arm and I was like, oh, that's right. I got to get my TV skin Hey, people, I'm very, 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 very sorry, but I have to go get my TB skin test read, 
in order to keep my job, in order to keep a roof over my head. So I'm going to have to get out of here. Uh, we're probably going to talk about way more of these movies next week. Hopefully I would have seen a few of them. It might be possible. Then again, you kind of kitchen has me worried. Uh, but I'm going to get yeah, out of here. Skip the kitchen, dude. But gee, I, I, I thought. No, skip the right. kitchen. Okay, dun, 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 dun. That's what I do <laughs> when I'm cleaning the house. I skip the kitchen. Um, So. What I'm going to do is I'm going to get out of here. We're going to talk about a bunch more movies next week. And we have a surprise for you on Sunday on another or Saturday on another situation. But until that mystery day and that mystery time and that mystery uh, uh, talk or whatever the deuce, the last thing you're going to hear is me saying goodbye. Wish me luck on my test. Hopefully it comes back all wonderfully and I don't have to get Dan to give me an x-ray. Love y'all. Peace. So I guess we had to deal with the fact that we had to shut down and re-record again. But just so you guys are aware... I still wanted to talk about The Farewell. Uh, I don't know why, but I'm going to talk about the Banana Splits movie. And the one I really wanted to talk about is Ready or Not. So I'm hoping that Steve at least sees that one by next week. Because let me just tell you this without saying anything. Go see Ready or Not. I cannot recommend that enough. That's my short review. Guys, sorry about the just the cutoff like that. It was a little unexpected. but Wait, wait, wait. Don't you mean hide and seek? No, it's Ready or Not. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Shut up. Don't you have to go somewhere? Luckily, I knew what you were saying. doesn't fucking help that the movie, the whole time they're saying hide and seek, there's even a song called hide and seek in the movie. I said hide and seek on accident, folks. It's not that big of a deal. Don't you got some place to be, Hudson? Yeah, so now I'm going to now I'm gonna be watching the movie, waiting for them to be like, hey, hide and seek. What about you, hide and seek? Me, hide and seek. They're hide and seek. If they only say it like twice, I'm going to be like, why would you even think that it's hide and seek? Don't you have a TB test to get? You know what? Here's the thing. Shouldn't it just be T test? It's tuberculosis. It should be T-test. Just saying I could have gotten through the farewell. No, (laughs) you are, because I'm saying farewell. Peace out. Anyway, guys, yeah, sorry for the chaos, but we will be back next week. I am sorry for our absence, but I promise we're going to get our shit together. For Steve Hudson, my name is Dan Ramirez, and this is where I tell you folks to be good to yourselves, be good to the people around you. Peace. (laughs) Peace.